Welcome to the Very Amusing Podcast. It's episode 46. I'm Darcy Feyander, and as producer of the TVA Podcast, I am pleased to introduce, introduce the new star of our show, Titus Malcolm. Oh, hello there, Darcy. How are you, Titus? Hello there. Well, it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here, as always. It, it's, uh, it's an interesting little promotion. <laughs> I'm just going to receive. You know, I wasn't even expecting it. Well, like, um, you know, I, I kind of feel like, you know, if, if Edmonton suddenly got told they got the Olympics, they'd be, what? <laughs> how, did, how did that happen exactly? Well, a long-time listeners to the show may understand uh, why we had to make a few uh, personnel changes around here, the TVA podcast. And I'm sorry, I know that uh, you'd sort of asked for it to be the Titus Malcolm show. Um, but, you know, I've already had the, the whole iTunes thing going with the TVA podcast. We sort of had what, oh, yeah, we, rolling, we so. We don't want to confuse the good people out there. That's, so no, I just no, no. switched up the acronym. It's now the Very Amusing Podcast, no longer the Todd Van Allen Podcast. Well, one, one can hope it will be very amusing. I think I, th- I think we can try our little anecdotes, and it, it truly is a shame about uh, Todd falling off the rails there. That's uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's his problem at all. I, I would blame his uh, his addiction to daytime soap operas. Oh, that is That's the problem. He, the boy would just, you know, TiVo them all the time, or, if they, you know, PBR, whatever it is they have up here and he just spends hours just like glazing over the you know the general hospital and the, the days of our lives is up till five in the morning and, you know it really gets you know you, you can usually see him online on his status on facebook when he's wondering what dr stevens will do now and <laughs> very very creepy well, but I, I wish I wish the boy well in all of his endeavors <laughs> you know as, as you would say professionally when when someone just gets the sack well but that's fine Aren't you like traveling with him? Aren't you in in Ottawa with him well, right now? Is well, that, that awkward? That, that is the awkward sticky bit. It was. I'm not going to lie to you. It was a silent car ride. It was. Yeah. Um, yeah there was. There was not a lot to be said. He uh, kept his headphones on most of the time and just made rude coughing noises pretty much the entire time. And uh, you know, I try and break the ice and say little things like, uh, "Don't you think you're going a little fast?" And uh, you know, it would be nice if we stopped for a pee break. And he'd just drive on through. He was, uh, you know, very determined. It's a, it's a shame. So I, I I believe he's he's now sacked out on a on a couch somewhere, probably watching um, uh, Young and the Restless uh, PVR tapings and something like that. You know, he's been hitting the nachos pretty heavily. That's another problem. But uh, well, that's you know neither here nor there. It's a bit disconcerting. We do wish Todd the best, and um, but the show must go on. The show must and, go on, uh, as as they say in showbiz. And uh, as we do things here uh, with uh, with you, Titus, we get uh, questions from our listeners, and uh, you sort of educate us on um, uh, Toronto and Toronto's history. I, I do what I can. It's a it's a it's a long uh, it's a long time I've uh, since I have been working in the public records, and so I just retained all this knowledge, and I like to impart as much as much as I can. Uh, okay. Hopefully, despite all this, Todd will still invite me out to his shows and uh, and still do that. I think we'll be okay, but uh, you know, he just needs some time. Okay, I would say. Well, let's get on to our question. It's from Amanda. Oh, it's right. actually a historical question. Oh, and be, but before I get to the question, I think we better play your intro. History minute with Titus Malcolm. All right. I love the the voice in that one. It sounds so familiar. The, the <laughs> cadence and the timbre of that voice. I can't put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. Mm, so we have a question from Amanda. Yeah, and Amanda writes, "Hey Titus, I hear you Hello, drink Amanda. fifty. Mm. Some of my friends say it's best to drink fifty warm. Do you drink it warm? And mm. are there any bars in Toronto's that will serve fifty warm?" 
Well, that's a very good question. It's not, I, I, there is actually a historical uh, uh, bend to this. It is uh, rather well known that I do drink the the odd bottle of fifty for medicinal purposes, if if one can. Um, and I tend to drink mine cold. I do tend to drink mine cold. Now, back in the day, Me too. yeah, and I when, do drink uh, an odd bottle, but uh, yes, the odd means bottle. I have to like an odd number. Actually, I have to drink exactly you know, one, three, five, five. seven. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I will. I will typically go to the evens, the low evens. Okay. Yeah, I usually stop at the 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 even prime, if uh, we may speak mathematically as 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 to beer and beverage and consumption. You know, strictly again medicinal. Those who have been to my shows know the story of the doctor, and you know we'll, we'll go into that later. But but uh, actually, historically, there there are there used to be places that served it pipe and hot. <laughs> really? Pipe and, oh, yeah. The, uh, back in the day, this was uh, there was a, a bar. As we all know, the Wheat Sheaf is the oldest uh, uh, pub in Toronto. Mm-hmm. It's a King and Bath. It's just not, not, not that far, actually, from, from Mr. Van Allen's house. And he and I will sometimes go down there and talk about daily events and, and treat ourselves to a beverage. They don't have 50 there, so I have to you know find some other you know, compensatory beverage to, to, uh, to uh, uh, help you know, lubricate the juices of conversation, as you will. What is a but, reasonable uh, facsimile? What would you uh, substitute oh, in there? Uh, if you can't get 50, uh, you might want to try um, a combination of a steam whistle, mm-hmm. which is a lager. And uh, the way that you cut the lager to ale is you pour in just a little bit of battery acid. And that <laughs> typically will just give it that nice edge that 50 typically <laughs> is known for, the, the, the award-winning beverage that it is. Um but uh, well, this goes back in the day. There used to there used to be a, uh, as we all know, like I said, the 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 uh, wheat sheath, the oldest pub in Toronto, has the longest name license, and and uh, our lo- uh, our local haunt, you know, Todd's uh, little local, the Old York, is the second longest standing liquor license for that area. But th- there was there was some rivalries in the King and Bathurst area back in that day, right across the intersection. And uh, we know there there used to be banks. There was the bank uh, note. Which is now taken over the whole of the bank, and this blowfish, which is on the northeast corner. I believe that's a Japanese restaurant. Funny how people eat Japanese now. It's funny you never got that back in the day. You know, you'd say, "What's Japanese food?" and they go, "I don't know, hats." And you, well, I guess that would be it. I, I you know, it wasn't my cup of Earl Grey, but there was. So, uh, blowfish that took over. I believe is the Toronto Dominion Bank. There were two banks there, uh, right near to a pub. That makes it interesting for your calculations of interest. Mm-hmm. Doesn't I mean you know, you know you get the 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 Friday liquid lunch and then suddenly you know it's free calendar day at the Toronto Dominion Bank but but that one corner across the side where the second cup is now there used to be that wasn't a bank that was actually a rival bar that was okay. a rival bar to the Wheat Sheaf it was not called the Wheat Sheaf uh, they tried to uh, 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 you know try and get in on the Canadiana racket and they called themselves the Coffin Moose okay. The coughing moose, and uh, you know it was you know, and the logo was pretty nice. It had a, a picture of this lovely you know s- you know steadfast, very strong, horned animal uh, hacking up a loogie, uh, you know, and that would be swinging from the. And so the, <laughs> the, the 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 wheat sheaf was was known was renowned at that point for their ice cold beers and, and many a businessman and and uh, and uh, laborer 
a lake would all come in and they'd have a nice frosty beverage and enjoy their sandwiches and have a good old time. Sometimes they'd, they'd have like a little, you know, hootenanny and they'd play, you know, music and they'd have little bands in there and everyone would sing and hoist their glasses. And the coughing moose people, they really wanted in on this racket, but they wanted to distinguish themselves somehow. So uh, they uh, put out this sign. Uh, uh, to rival the cold beer sign that the wheat chief had. Uh, so they said, piping hot ale. <laughs> Steamy and frothy, they would call it. And uh, instead of sandwiches and, 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 and burgers, they, uh, they uh, uh, would serve up a, uh, a plate of uh, African grubs, which was not Canadiana in the least. I think that was part of their problem was a branding issue. They really were sort of all over the map. And it was the, the one plan I did. I gave them the benefit of the doubt. I said, well, let's go and try this 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 piping hot uh, 50 they had at the time. 50 had just come out at that point in time. And I walked in, and I remember this very clearly. I came down, and I put down my my uh, my 15 cents because that's how much a pint of 50, uh, 50 was back then. It was 15 cents. You can get it. It wasn't for a pint. It was really? one of the, the eight-ounce glasses that you get, okay. you know, 15 cents for the, for the, for the, for the draft glass. Mm-hmm. And it came out, and it was piping hot. It was like, you know, you know sometimes if you, if you, if you grab a, a dish fresh out of the dishwasher, it's kind of warm like that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how they, they would pour this, and you could actually see the steam rising. And actually, they, all the windows you couldn't see. Uh, out the tavern windows because the, the, they were just fogged right up. It looked like a sun on the inside from all this piping hot ale they had. And so they would actually have to use uh, uh, fire tongs to bring it over to you, and you would have to uh, drink this with oven mitts. And uh, I sit beside you today. Well, not beside you, Darcy, but I sit I sit with you today, and I can tell you that is the most vile concoction I've ever had in my life. It, I, was, I was amazed they even made it open uh, for, for their opening day. It was just, you know, there was, there was me and, like, uh, I I believe two uh, demi demons that were sitting in there because they're the only people who could actually take that the hot frothy liquid. So uh, I, uh, I I left a very meager tip and uh, found my way across to the wheat sheaf and enjoyed a a lovely. I believe they're bringing in souvlaki at that time. It's very international. So so yes, so, that, that there was one place that that you could have it piping hot. So not surprising, the coffin moose no longer in business. No longer in business, and yeah, it's it's a you know it's it's a crying shame. I'm sure they were they were quite you know I'm sure they were quite nice people. They just you know really had no business savvy. I think <laughs> yeah. that was the problem. You know, you have a moose and then serve grubs and and hot drinks. That just makes no sense. But they did leave everything there, you know, to to the the warming devices for the uh, second cups that eventually came through oh, that area. Oh, I see. So it's just really abandonment at that point and so you know second cup looked at that and went oh really i think i have an idea and so you know it was really just like looking at the equipment and using it properly i think is what the big problem with the coffin moose was if it was the coffin moose coffee company you see, you'd see a lot more success mm-hmm. well i think Choose. that answers amanda's question i think uh, I, and, I, I, uh, I should hope so uh, thank you very much amanda for sending in your question uh if you have a question for titus malcolm uh email him at titus at heyitstva.com it's, it's interesting having my own interweb address. I find that very funny. It's, you know, <laughs> as you know, I'm, I'm used to using things like you know regular mail and carrier pigeon. But uh, no, it's, it's all new to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think at uh, this time, I think we've uh, you know kept Todd uh, waiting long enough. Uh, we should uh, fill him in the fact that uh, you know he still has a job. Um, oh, absolutely, absolutely. We're just kidding around here. It's still the Todd Van Allen podcast. And uh, how about uh, while you uh, go and explain that to Todd, 
Um, we'll uh, we'll play his spot from this morning on Bob's Breakfast with Ali, Chris, and the Lock. I will go and do that now. Bob's Breakfast presents the self-proclaimed funniest man to come out of the Thousand Islands. Here's Todd Van Allen. And here he is, Todd Van Allen. What's going on, buddy? Good morning, guys. Good morning. How are you feeling today? Uh, I'm feeling better than Allie. We're <laughs> <laughs> sick. So, you know what? What a little trooper for her coming into work. Aww, oh, you yeah. know? Yeah, and infecting everyone else. That's wicked. You are so good. They put me in this little quarantine box that I can't leave, so I'm trying not to get anybody else sick. What if they're going to do studio tours. Who's that behind the uh, biohazard curtain? Uh, that'll be our morning show. Don't look. She's our bubble girl. <laughs> John Travolta's waving yes. from the 70s. <laughs> Thanks, That's hilarious. Guys. So now, Todd, uh, I see there's a story here about the Kingston compost couple. Uh-huh. What's that? They, uh, they apparently are, uh, are are concerned about, you know, odors. You know, they don't want to compost because of the stink it's going to raise. And I'm just thinking, you know what else must stink? What's that? Being sick on your birthday. Oh. Happy birthday, Allie. Happy Thanks. birthday to you. Okay. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday, dear Allie. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Wow, that was so special. Thank you. Oh. So, so, for the uninitiated and the unaware at home, I had sent in a list of topics to talk to Allie about that would, that even if mentioned on Jimmy Kimmel, he would go, Todd, that's a bit out of order right now. So, <laughs> we actually have a couple of things for you, Allie, for your birthday. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. so nervous. This is why I didn't oh, say anything. How did you find out, first of all? Uh, that's irrelevant. It, it, <laughs> uh, there's some things you just shouldn't put on Facebook there, Allie. So... Oh, uh, we've got a uh, you know I, I've been known to to do a little top ten once in a while. So uh, you know for you on your birthday, uh, this is the top ten little known facts about Allie. <laughs> <laughs> little things that I'm sure uh, you know people listening to you every morning uh, have gone. I wonder if this is true about Allie. <laughs> and uh, so here's just a little list of things that you know people think they might know about you, but don't. So Should here we I are. have my hand ready to okay. beep you out. Uh, uh, I'm just. Skimming, no profanity. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Suggestive, possibly, but let's just see. Okay, top ten little-known facts about Allie. Uh, number ten uh, is one of the few morning show DJs that came out of the uh, bare-knuckle boxing circuit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I can yeah, totally she, take you, yeah. yeah she, she did well in Timmons. Number nine. Uh, refers to spiders as eight-legged balls of hate. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good yeah. new name for them. Now I'm freaked out. Thanks for that. Oh. Uh, number eight. Once drank the toucan dry of Long Island iced tea mix, but still showed up to work uh, on air the next morning fresh as a daisy. That is almost yeah. accurate. Sadly, she wasn't on the morning show at the time. <laughs> Um, Number seven, to show that she can age gracefully and is not stuck to her hairband roots, Allie has removed the bandana from her leg. (laughs) It is now around her bicep. Number six, 
After uh, number six, after hosting shows on monosyllabically named stations like Bob and Joe, oh. is uh, soon to break with tradition and do the drive spot on Agamemnon FM out of Moose Jaw. <laughs> <laughs> if I could say it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you're here on Agam Agama <laughs> Joe is what you're on. Um, Ooh. Okay. Uh, number five was disqualified from Bob FM's uh, rib eating contest for eating off of competitors' plates. <laughs> I do like. I haven't rib. had enough. I want more. I want yours too. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually not so much the meat that I like. I just like to lick them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like the. Hey, Allie, mine was clean. All right. If, if you just tuned in right at that moment, <laughs> your whole day is shot. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about ribs, people. Number four. <laughs> Number four, forced three hours of overtime to be paid to a local Baskin and Robbins counter staff when she couldn't decide between mint chocolate and chocolate mint. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't like ice cream, but I do see how that's relevant. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Number three, uh, every morning rubs uh, Mike Reed's head for a bit of luck. <laughs> <laughs> we all wish we could. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, number two was once the roadie for White Snake, the <gasps> soundboard tech for Poison, and then went on to sing as the skinny one in Heart. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. All right, and, should, we get a, uh, should we get a drum roll here? Yeah, let's do that. And There's the, going to be no age references here. The number ten little-known fact about Allie. Go for Good it, news. Mom. Has nicknames for Chris and the Lock. Bad news, if ever uttered on air, the CRTC would find them back to the Stone Age and force them to do easy listening again. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. It's funny because it's true. There we go. There is uh, Allie's birthday spectacular top ten list. Little known facts you, we, you don't, may not have known about Allie McLean. Todd Van Allen, thank you so much for uh, helping us out with that and making the special announcement this morning that it is Allie's mm -hmm. birthday today. Yes, thanks, Todd. Oh, anytime, Allie. Mm -hmm. You guys have a great, uh, great day. All right, Todd, you back there? Uh, am I allowed back? Yeah. But... Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? Uh... Oh, he's he's such a sweet man. Yes, he is. He, but uh, he came you know... down cap and hand. He actually he gave me uh, a glass of milk. Yeah. And three chocolate chip cookies, and said, "Now get your ass up there and do your radio show." So, oh, I like sweet, him. Sweet man. He's a very. You know what? He's he's like the the grandfather that I did have. <laughs> Every one of them. They're just like both my grandparents are kind of like melded together into this lovely Cajun gentleman named Titus. He's, uh, yeah. Well, it's great having him on the show. Um, I probably should have uh, rethought the intro uh, for that segment. Um, History Minute is. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's <laughs> ambitious. As, uh, <laughs> History Quarter Hour with Titus Malcolm. He yes. does. He, man, once he finds it, once he gets a toehold, <laughs> there's no shaking him. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's like one of those dogs that once like once he's on your leg, you need to like either decapitate the dog or like get a shovel to pry the jaws open. <laughs> he's just not gonna let go. <laughs> so, what did you think of the uh, the the new uh, the new title of the show? The very amusing podcast. The very amusing podcast. It's it's living up to like never not funny. Is like wow, is it going to be? <laughs> <laughs> And by the way, speaking of which, the uh, Jimmy Pardo on uh, Never Not Funny, I've been listening to more and more episodes, and i got to say, once I fight my way through the 20-minuters, the yeah. Darcy, I will probably be joining you on the $20 oh, season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I it's listen a to it. podcast. Yeah. It makes me giggle. It makes me giggle, and I sit there and I go, God, I could have made that joke right there. I don't yeah. think we're doing bad. I don't think we're doing that badly when we do these little things. 
Well, with the Never Not Funny podcast, what I think is so great about it is that they sort of deconstruct their jokes as they're going along. Yes, yes. Like, they'll say something, and then then they'll explain why they why they said that, yeah. why that's funny, yeah. or why it sucked. Right. And it's total. They're they're talking. They're they're having banter, but they're there's also yeah. running commentary on the banter. Yes. It's yeah. uh, very confused sometimes. Now, now, in and amongst that, in and amongst that, I would say, like you know, some of the other uh, ones that you've you've recommended to me, the um, daily source code, mm-hmm. I'm hot and cold with. There's, yeah, he's, there's some- for sure. Yeah, he definitely uh, hits and misses depending on yeah. uh, day of the week. I think you can catch him on a Friday, what they call the mm-hmm. Fubara Friday, yep. where they have a lot more music and um, and audio feedback. Mm-hmm. It uh, works good. He he had a, a wicked episode. I love this one. It was uh, he had um, uh, he opened it with uh, the jam mm-hmm. going underground, and he had this song that someone had just dropped off and didn't give any show notes, any credits to who it is. It's this rap song called Bullshit, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Yeah, you heard that one? I heard that episode. Yeah. So if you ever find out who that. did that, yeah, let me know because right. I must own that song. That is so good. Such a good song. All right. Well, I'll put links in the show notes to these uh, these two podcasts we're uh, we're talking about. But uh, back to our podcast. Back to ours. The yes, very not, amusing enough, podcast. Enough pimping other people's. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very amusing that. podcast uh, is a weekly show. If you're new, and uh, actually, it's, it's the Todd Van Allen podcast, the TVA podcast. Um, but we thought we'd have fun uh, changing the acronyms, meaning, and uh, mm-hmm. and I thought that'd be an interesting idea for the show if we uh, just decided to switch it up. Every week or something. Yeah. I th- I think you and I should actually uh, rename it uh, after we're done the show, because then at least we can go there and go. Um, okay, that was crappy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll name it this. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to leave uh, feedback or you know give us a uh, an idea of uh, a different name for the show using the TVA. Mm-hmm. Um, you can send it to feedback at heystv.com. Uh, mm-hmm. Leave us a voicemail, 206-202-8065. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you can sort of like just like record a little bumper or something for the show. You know, yes. Using TVA. Like, uh, you're listening to Todd and Darcy uh, on the Two Vapid Assholes podcast. Right. Something like that. Yeah, make up your own TVA acronym. Yeah. Hey, speaking speaking of mail-ins and stuff like that, did anyone um, uh, email us at feedback at heystva.com uh, with the subject line, Google this? Uh, no. From last week? No? <laughs> Didn't oh, okay. happen. For those of you who, who – uh, I'll save you the pain of listening to last week's episode. Um, we just started talking about things, and then like as we needed more information, we just went and Googled it and read Wikipedia entries on things. It was really, really painful to not only do, but I'm sure listen to. So, And now we're reliving it. So let's And now it. we're reliving it. It's good that we can give credit to all, all the shit that we do. <laughs> all right, let's bring it up a little closer uh, to the present. Uh, how's your shows in Ottawa going? Uh, fantastic. Um, uh, interesting enough, the Tuesday show, there's a, they run like a primer show um, mm-hmm. at this bar called Tailgaters, which uh, local guys filled me in on last night. Uh, they changed their name immediately because someone got killed there. What? That was really good. Yeah, it was awesome. So, yeah. And um, I will say this. It's a nice room. The food is actually quite surprisingly good. They um, say they shamelessly, shamelessly will uh, will prepare you wings. They'll grill them. Uh, they're not really grilled. I guess they're like deep fried. They're like seasoned quite nicely. But uh, the, the sauces all come on the side. I like And that. they say they will never, ever toss them in the sauce. 
Yeah, and they, they actually say, say, try us. They say, like, you know, we dare you to try us and ask. Because that just gives them license to be rude to you, I guess, at that point. So I was about to take marks off that because, uh, as you know, in my, uh, my wing eating. Yeah, we differ. Enjoy mine, that, enjoy that, mine yeah. tossed in the sauce. Mm-hmm. And um, they were okay. They were okay. I had to dip my own. They lost marks for that. But, uh, no, that was that. And uh, I will say this, though. It's, it's a great room. The one thing they do have to step up, though, is their, their service, I think. They were a little slow. Yeah? Yeah, a little slow. I think they should have changed their name to Snail Gators, actually. I would have thought that would be more appropriate. Bazing! But um bum I need a rim shot sound effect. <laughs> yeah. So um uh i was i was i was primed by uh by the boss jason who runs the runs both clubs uh in ottawa and toronto and this room he's setting up the room gets it really prepped he packed the rooms really good but it's a long narrow room so people at the back don't feel like they're part of the show mm-hmm. and he's like todd don't worry about it everyone hates the host here you'll just you know go up <laughs> go up do your first 10 bring up the first act they'll finally figure out it's a comedy show regroup you do that it's like okay i've done shit rooms before Okay, <laughs> let's get into the whole mention. Einstein's rant again. Okay, <laughs> sorry, Ruby, sorry. Uh-huh. So um, uh, I went up, and you know, the, the first ten was okay. You know, it, you know, I'm not going to get a comedy now from it, but I certainly wasn't offended by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fine, and you know, the show went well. I was getting the right stuff when I could. You know, I would win them back on some jokes, and I'm just wrapping up the show, and a guy decides to heckle me. As we're closing, because uh, like he's this been is thinking about it all night. <laughs> I guess cross armed, like 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 I'm sure he got up from his table, going, "Well, how can I nail him? How can I nail him? Hmm, could I? No, I won't say that. That's too personal. But no, no one likes digs at mothers. What do I say? So, um, and this is supposed to be like a showcase of like me as the host for the weekend, as well as um, Brian Lasnik, who's the headliner. So he mm-hmm. you know closes off the show, and this is like, hey, if you like this, this is just a sampler. You paid five bucks to see this. Why don't you come down to see the real? show it's at the real club you know big laughs you'll be really close da, 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 da. Gotcha. and this this voice from the back yells out so long as you're not there we're good as like well dude i am gonna be there so i guess that means you're not gonna be there which means we'll all have a good time now and the crowd erupts nice huge applause break i was well like you and then i called him on i said you waited till now what are you gonna do like heckle my car as i pull out of here yeah you're driving a stupid toyota fag <laughs> do you like heckle credits at movies your key grip sucks dude you know like oh what an idiot so so, yeah, so that was Tuesday night. Yeah. Last night, um, <laughs> six amateurs hit the stage. Well, not really six amateurs. Um, the, there was like two, I would say three amateurs and then like uh, three seasoned pros, one being Jason. He wanted to do some time. Jason Lawrence, the owner. Uh-huh. And I, to- I totally bagged on him because he was supposed to do six and a half minutes and he did 12. But he's the owner. What are you going to do? He's the owner, yeah. Yeah. So we're sitting in the green room afterwards, and I, I and he's you know, talking with me and Carrie Gates, who's going to be the middle act for the rest of the weekend. A very, very funny woman. And uh, he's, he's kind of like, okay, yeah, make sure you do this tomorrow, da, 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 da. I said, yep, yep, absolutely. And Jason, let me tell you, if you ever go over time on my stage again, I'm taking this straight to the owner. I don't care who you are. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then I said, you did 12 minutes and 11 seconds. He goes, what? I said, you did 12 minutes and 11 seconds. Don't let it happen again. He goes, yeah, I want to do some time. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was my that was my yesterday. That and I uh, went and watched soccer and Rangers lost 2-0. Oh, Yeah. 
It was fine. It was fine. You know, it's just a pleasure to be asked to dance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and as a result, I got some hate mail. <laughs> I got my first hate mail. Um, yes. Um, yeah. Described in your blog post entitled, Baby's First Hate, hate Email. Yeah. <laughs> Baby's First Hate Email. Some from some Celtic supporter who just wanted to rub his nose in it and call me, I guess based on my name, n- uh, Nazi Filth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Van is Dutch. <laughs> and, you know, there's, I, I've looked amongst my brethren at Rangers games. Not a lot of swastikas. No. Not a lot. Very few. Very few of German uh, orientation. Not a lot. Um, yeah. In fact, there's, there's been quite a few Polish people on, in our squad over mm-hmm. the past little while. So, yeah, not, not seeing it. Yeah. Not seeing it? Is that a little not Freudian seeing slip it. there? Not seeing it. Not uh, seeing it. Not, yeah. uh, See, see I'm, funnier, I'm funnier than I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> your Bob spot was great this morning. Uh, oh, I'm glad you liked it. Well, it was a to top get back 10 to that. Uh, yeah. yeah, but you know what? In your top 10 list, I'm, I'm not positive, but I think you went down, you counted down to two, and then you went back to 10. Did I? I think the very last you said, and then number ten, and then I you said, said the but then one. you then you said number one. But oh, okay. For a second there, I was I was a little worried that you were caught in some sort of infinite loop, and we're going to start <laughs> I was, over. I was just I was just going to start over and do it over. <laughs> Somebody smacked Todd. He's skipping. Yeah. Oh, and the the backstory on this, uh, if if you'll allow me, I um, uh, sent in uh, to them yesterday. The way the way that show works is uh, they send me. Uh, a list of topics they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So this here we are breaking down the fourth wall a little bit. So they'll send me a list of topics. Same thing with Mike. He'll send me a list of topics. And then what I'll do is I'll put them in a particular order that I think is going to flow. Right. And I'll give them what is called the blow line, which means like we use it and it's a term used in improv. The blow line is boom and you end the scene on that. It's like a big – that's hopefully what the big laugh is. Oh, okay. Right? Akin to like a punch the, uh, or yeah, or the safe word in you know SM or whatever. SNAP, yeah, <laughs> sure. So banana, <laughs> um, get that out of my bomb. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, believe, sorry, uh, didn't mine would be there. ow, ow, fucking ow. <laughs> I think right, that's my back, 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 back. Whoa. So it's not going so that way. This whole thing was supposed to be a surprise birthday thing for Allie. Okay, right. So um, on the QT. Andrew sent me early in the week says, we want to have this entire birthday blowout. We're going to like totally surprise her, give her like fake guests that she's going to have to deal with throughout the day. And we're just going to like start it with your show and just say, boom, can you, can you do this? So I emailed him back and said, okay, what I'll do is I'll ask for topics as I normally do. And we'll ignore that because he specifically asked for like a top 10 list or a two truths, one lie thing again. Uh Uh-huh. So I, uh, I I did this. So I said, okay. So I'll I'll have this all done in the background. Uh, you send me some fake some some to- some fake topics, and then what I'll do is I'll send you back what I think are going to be the blow lines. And the blow lines I tried to pick were like something that could be bordering on offensive. <laughs> so they wonder what the hell is going to go on, right? Right. And so I so I email after I emailed these things to him. I emailed Andrew uh, Andrew Locke. Um, uh, privately again and said, okay, I think, you know, may be a little scared about these. Like, you know, have a little bit of panic to him. It's like, you know, what's he going to do with these? These sound really bad. Da, 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 da. So the topics I sent them 
So, so this is what I said. So, so here's what I'm thinking for today. And this was sent to the Ali, Chris, and the Locke, all of them. I said, Kingston compost couple, which was a story out of the Whig standard about this <laughs> couple that didn't want to compost because they were worried about the smell. Okay. Right? So I said, the blow line was on the Hamilton Ballet Company. <laughs> it smells. And then the next one was Allie being sick. The blow line will be on chicken soup enema. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And then on May 2-4... <laughs> Uh, the blow line was going to be whose vomit is whose. Oh, God. So they're just, they're sitting back there and Andrew is just like, like Locke has just got like, you know, fanning the flames. Yeah, yeah. And just like, oh, God, what is he going to do? And then Allie apparently like confessed and she said, I hope Todd remembers this as morning radio and not his late night club shit. So, <laughs> so we totally got her. We sang her happy birthday and everything was cool. So that was a good bit. Uh, there's a link over at, uh, podcast.heyitstv.com, the main podcast page for the show, mm-hmm. um, where you can listen to Bob FM Live. Uh, check them out in the mornings. Yes. Thursday morning around 7, 7.10, I guess. Yeah. Hey, did you, show did, you, did you want to hear what my two truths and one lie were going to be? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, okay. Um, so here, here are the three. Uh, despite, despite my current hatred of her, at the tender age of 17, I hypocritically owned a copy of Madonna's Like a Virgin. Okay. Okay. At one of the Brockville fundraisers, I accidentally introduced MP Gordon Brown as Gord Turner, a former workmate of mine. Uh-huh. And three is, I have in my life won three eating contests. <laughs> Tough. Um, I'm going to say your lie is the last one. I have won three eating contests? Yeah. I bet nope. you've won more than three. <laughs> no, you've won that, three. Well, no, that okay. That is a lie. They've they were actually all lies. They're all lies. They okay. were all lies. And this goes on something that Ali said last week when I was doing mine because she did my lead in uh, before we were on air and said Todd's are probably all going to be lies. Right. Okay. So I picked up on that and said, okay, if you're going to do that to me, boom. Very good. So, so there we are. So on to your next radio spot, uh, which yes. you haven't recorded yet, but uh, we're going to guarantee is funny, and we're also going to. Uh, we're hoping that um, Mike sends us the audio, and it's going to go right in here. Mike on Drive, The Drive, 89, no, sorry, what is it, 98.9. 98.9. The Drive, Essential Alternative. How are you, Mike? It is <laughs> the long weekend. It is. It's the first one. Yes. This one ushers in cottage time. Uh-huh. And, you know, I was uh, I was looking around. I mean, like, this, th- this is always a weird holiday for me, this one. Because you know there are there are many of our holidays that are actually steeped in like a really grand tradition. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, like Canada Day, it's the birth of our nation. The Civic Holiday or like Simcoe Day was a celebration of the first Lieutenant Governor of Ontario. And uh, the first one of the Victoria Days was actually on May twenty fourth, eighteen fifty four, when five thousand residents in Upper Canada went to the government house, uh, which was in Toronto, to give cheers to their queen. So even then, this became a holiday anchored in booze. <laughs> right then, and just like if you're doing like any research on this thing at all, like if you, as soon as you type in like Victoria Day weekend, whatever, it always comes up and say they they call it in Canada May two four, 
because, you know, beer comes in 24 cases and stuff like that. It's like, we need more holidays like that then, you know? Like, if Dalton McGinty wanted to call that that holiday in February family, no, call it Jaeger Day or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, Shooter Day, you know, something. <laughs> you know, get us out there. Get us doing more things. Jaeger uh, Day. Yeah, sure. It works. <laughs> are, you, uh, are, you, uh, are you up to anything this weekend? What are you doing? I'm looking for things to do. Re- okay. Well, I did I did a, a quick Google, just to let you know, yeah. to, to see what people could do on Victoria Day. And up came this website right Yahoo Travel. And uh, one of the things in there, it just popped up. Like for Victoria Day, it said, go to the Tokyo Grill. Because that's nothing that you couldn't do any other time. Just like, oh, yeah. What screams Victoria Day? Sushi, Mackey rolls, just like the Queen used to eat. Yeah. <laughs> did, did they have sushi in 1837? I, I, I think what they call it is that ain't cooked yet, Yeah, I believe. Um, you I, could get sick on that. Oh, my God, yeah. So I think, you know, they just used the beer to get that get the taste of raw fish out of your mouth there, I think. <laughs> I think it could be. Uh, I, um, uh, so actually, I am not doing anything uh, this weekend. I am going to be doing, um, I'm hosting shows up here at Absolute Comedy in Ottawa uh, with Brian Lasnick. He is a, a great comic as well. So like both of us, like all of us, we're all just sort of like capped up here and we're not going anywhere. And the sad part is we're going to be facing audiences that also aren't going anywhere, <laughs> which is going to be great. So how are y'all doing tonight? Go to hell! <laughs> My wife's making, do, making me do yard work. Stick it! You know, that. You know, it's going it's to be horrible. So if, if, if you can't, like if you don't have a cottage, I don't own a cottage myself either. There's, there's things that I was reading up you can do uh, to give yourself sort of that long weekend feel if you're trapped inside like a condo like I typically am on a long weekend. All right. Uh, little things like you can pitch a tent in the living room. Uh, put a Muskoka chair right beside the toilet so you're by the water. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, based on the weather this weekend that they're forecasting, stay in the shower for two days. Yay! That'll be good. Um, burn everything to a crisp in the George Foreman grill. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and just uh, drink as per normal. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's basically just a nice lunch. There you go. Who needs a cottage, right? Exactly. For those who, for those who do have a cottage and are going to be, like, perhaps driving out of town, of course, the OPP, you know, they do this every year. They want to do a major crackdown. You know, they want to make sure that the uh, Ontario has the safest roads in all of Canada. So they're going to be targeting the aggressive drivers and the seatbelts and, of course, the drinking and driving and the speed limit, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. They, the other thing they try and do is pull off, like, uh, all the, the uh, really old clunker cars. Yeah. Yeah, like they say, like, okay, that's not fit to drive. Get it off the highway. They impound them right there. Um, I, like, years ago, they should have just called this, uh, this initiative, Van Allen, get your 93 Nissan off the highway. <laughs> we had, I had a, a 93 Nissan Sentra. It was a Sentra Classic, but the CL and the IC and Classic had rusted out of the uh, the little tag they have on the trunk. Yeah, yeah. So it just read ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I was driving around the ass car for many a year. You were the ass man. I was the ass man. Ass right man. There. <laughs> there you go. Well, the ass man's going to be spending some time in Ottawa doing some shows, as you mentioned. If you want to find out more, it's toddvanallen.com or tva.com. And after all that. Happy Victoria Day, long weekend. Enjoy it, Todd, and we'll talk to you again next week. Indeed. Have a great long weekend. We'll talk to you next week. And there we go. That was damn funny. Mike, does he have a, a name for his, the drive with the drive with the drive Reed with, or something? Uh, yeah, the drive with Reed. with his last name. Yeah, the drive with Well, you know, it's cooler, eh? Yeah, yeah. Now he's yeah. on an alternative station. Yeah. Gotta- I'm just going to keep going as Van Allen, or as Facebook sorts me, Allen. <laughs> They just see the last word. We'll go with that. Yep. Yep. Um, so do you want to have the last word? Anything else you want to talk about? Um, things written down, but uh, we're you know getting along in time, and uh, we can so wrap well, let's it up. Co- let's, let's cover one of your things you want to talk about. Just like I heard this week, um, Jimmy Fallon is taking over from Conan O'Brien. Yes. 
Uh, Interesting Conan choice. Gonna, well, everyone knows that he's going to take over from Leno at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what do you think of that? It's going to be interesting. I was, I was, I was just reading up on that um, uh, over the weekend, and I think putting Jimmy Fallon in—that's weird. I mean, now, and admittedly, that spot was taken over by Conan, who was a nobody in himself, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people went, "Who the hell's this Conan guy?" And meanwhile, he was like on the fringe, like you know, he started out with working with the National Lampoon. Um, oh, really? He, yeah, that that was his uh, that was his uh, start. He was actually writing and producing uh, episodes of The Simpsons. So that's that's where he's been cutting his teeth. So he was always sort of on the periphery and being very funny, but no one really knowing that he was being very funny. Mm-hmm. So then suddenly the click light goes on him. Boom! Who's this jerk? And he sorts it out with a plum. And I think you know the the the. Um, the flashpoint, I think, for that was when he came to Toronto and people just made him a rock star. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he was huge and, like, you know, he was actually worth the amount of attention that he was getting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so him taking over for Leno, I think, is an interesting choice. It's, I think it's an obvious choice. I think what makes it really peculiar, though, is uh, the, the way that NBC is hedging their bets because they have Leno on this. Yep, you're going to be done except for six months. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Yeah, I hope you don't mind waiting around. So they've guaranteed him like all kinds of specials and and things like that, and he can do as much TV as he wants with NBC. But the fact of the matter is, like you know, if Conan's show when he takes over the Tonight Show goes tits, mm-hmm. um, Leno is supposed to come right back in. Oh, I see. Okay, it's going to be interesting. And in the meantime, um, they don't want him to like jump to another network, right? Right. While right. while Conan's sort of uh, getting it sorted out. Exactly. And that is the big fear because um, if you read the book called The Late Shift, and I believe it's written by a guy by the name of Bill Carter. Uh, it's a great book. It actually describes the whole rigmarole that happened uh, 93, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, 15 years ago when uh, Carson stepped down from The Tonight Show to be replaced by Leno and the anger that uh, Letterman felt and then he just jumped ship to CBS. Right, and there's a there's a great um, you know Letterman disagrees with it, but I think it's a great uh, movie that was based on that book, starring Kathy Bates and a whole bunch of uh, other comics that were playing um, uh, playing different characters in it. Um, the guy who plays Letterman actually he shows up as uh, as one of Christopher Guest's um, go to guys in a lot of his movies. That, show, like like a, that was like a, a made-for-TV movie, right? It was, made, it was HBO did it. Right, right, yeah. I think HBO I did that, it, and uh, Kathy Bates plays like um, uh, Jay Leno's manager, who is just an absolute ball buster. <laughs> she plays an amazing, amazing uh, role. Really, yeah, she's good. fantastic. Um, but it's a it's a it's a great little movie. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, don't look for you know any sort of Academy Awards coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it's you know it's a, it's it's a nice little film. It tells a, it tells a beautiful story, I think, uh, which was very very um, very very important for the time. I think because it really drove um, it really shaped the way that late night went. Um, and they raise good points. I mean, like with Jimmy Fallon taking over, he's sort of been in our face a bit too much. I think, and I don't know how he would interview. Well, that's the thing. Like he, he's like uh, very animated, and and you know his his bits are always big and and bold. But it seems like uh, when you talk to him on a personal level, he's not like I've spoken to Jimmy Fallon. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah. But um, but he, doesn't he seem like a quieter kind of guy? Like 
Totally. He seems like like bordering on like like I think he needs to use the facade to actually get things done. Like even when he's doing news desk. Yeah, he flips he, it, right? Like he's sort of in, I think he's an actual introvert and so he has to, you know, turn it on its head for his yeah. bits, right? Mhm. Mhm. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't uh, but the thing is who would you get in for that spot? Like who who else would you either promote from an existing show or what I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, they, they draw lines to Craig Ferguson as well, and he's already got a late show. But they're saying if uh, Letterman moves on, it looks like Craig is going to move in, or there's there's talk of Craig Ferguson moving because um, he's got a decent following. And I got to admit, I love that show. Craig Ferguson, I think, is really good, and yeah. it's not just you know the the fact that every, like half my friend base is actually Scottish. <laughs> it, no, it, I think he's a good interviewer. Well, and but half of his show is almost his monologue, right? Like, yeah, he does a long, long monologue. It's fantastic. Yep. And he's—I um, didn't even realize it until uh, he hit the camera once. He like reached mm-hmm. out and touched it, but he's his face is right in the camera. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not standing back. You know, he's got the studio audience there, I think. But uh, but he actually just reached out and gave it a little tap with his hand. Like he's, yeah. you know, he's within an arm's length of the camera. <laughs> it must be so weird to look into that thing. It's it's usually too late for me. How sucky of a comic am I? It's usually too late for me to watch, <laughs> but uh, you know, whenever I'm, I'm sort of on the road or I just like you know I, I'm I'm just suffering from insomnia, I will flip him on mm-hmm. and watch. It's uh, yeah, I truly enjoy his stuff. I wish him the best. I don't care what network he's on. Yeah, that's um, great. Yeah, but it's gonna be it's gonna be questionable. But like, here, like who would you pick? Who would you pick out of anyone to take over uh, Conan? Is there anyone you see out there that would go, he is edgy enough that he could pull it off? I think uh, Mr. Todd Van Allen should step in. You should ah. uh, forward your resume, at least. A, you know, a relative they may, nobody. They, reconsider. For, yes, uh, they, they would replace it with the original nobody with a new nobody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wow, I'd actually get some good jokes happening because I bet you I get a team of writers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Finally, Todd's material <laughs> shapes up. <laughs> nice. I get some gags. You know who I actually put in there, actually, if you think about it, is uh, Jimmy Pardo. You know, he sounds like he could be a decent host. I think he could be a decent host. But he's, uh, I don't know, he's, um, he might not be, he's a little too backhanded with his compliments and stuff, too. Like, his, his comedy is a little bit kind of it, it, abrupt. It is, and, I, think, and, I think it would change the shape of that show. I don't think it would be an interview show. No, I don't think it, it would be, be a, here's my friends. I think it would be just a visualization of his podcast. Yeah, broadcast. it would have to be. Yeah, yeah, but be a, yeah, it'd be an excellent show. I think that way. Right. <laughs> yeah. It would be different. It would be very different. And I think maybe you know, maybe that's the route that network TV needs to take because they're mentioning is like you know the reasons Jimmy Fallon fell into this is uh, you know folks are like you know watching the three or four minute sketches on SNL, but they're watching it on YouTube. That's right. Yeah, like kids going to YouTube for their entertainment right now, and that's it. So, hmm. That's true. Well, yeah, network TV's in uh, in big trouble. I mean, uh, yeah. things are going towards uh, you know on demand, small uh, format uh, um, content. I mean, like, and a lot of it's just you know user created stuff, like oh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. And you don't need a huge budget for it, and uh, no. I'm not sure if all of their dollars are even going to be able to compete. You know? Yeah. Um, the what was it? The um Oh, the, like you look at the one of my last postings, the um, 
Beaker singing Rick Astley. Yeah, nice Rick roll there, buddy. <laughs> someone, someone, you know what? Someone dedicated time to doing that, and it's seamless. Yep. No, it's very it's good. The, it's, it's my favorite YouTube clip since the Heineken commercial. It's definitely my favorite Rick roll, I think. Yeah. Um, before it was the Tiki Bar uh, Rick roll with, um, with the shower scene that it starts off with. Mm-hmm. It teases you and says, uh, um, there's a shower scene, and then... Uh, which begins, and then it goes into the Rickroll. But this one, okay, and now that we've had it on the TVA podcast, I think we can totally declare the Rickroll dead. <laughs> is this, is, so is, is the website and the podcast where things come to die? Yeah. <laughs> they just, <laughs> we, we are like the vast ocean for the seagulls of trends. Let's just say, yeah, we're not cutting edge. Spiral. Okay. Yeah. Take out the words edge and cutting from the podcast description. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, speaking of of podcast uh, description, um, uh-huh. we got an email, uh, some feedback from uh, Marcelo, and um, talking about uh, the links that don't don't show up in the iTunes show notes. Um, okay. And just to get a little bit on the inside of what goes on with the feed, there's two description uh, tags that go on. One is the one that shows up, um, like on the on the uh, on the website or in the player that's on the website. Mm-hmm. And then the iTunes have a, an, their own iTunes description field, and it doesn't take uh, HTML stuff, so I can't actually put a working hyperlink in there. Um, so I usually just have you know abbreviated show notes with a link, you know, go over to podcast.heystv.com to get the real deal. Um, but what I'm thinking about this week, I'll try it this week, and uh, people can let me know what uh, uh, what you think of it. I'm going to put the show notes now again. Uh, won't be able to have links, but there's a lyrics um, MP3 um, ID3 tag, and check out Rain on Bread. So on some of some of the podcasts, um, like if you're on your iPhone or and I now have my new iTouch, if mm-hmm. you click you click on the um, the album uh, cover art while you're listening to a track, the lyrics will pop up there, and you can scroll through them with your little finger navigation. Yep. So what I think I'll do is I'll pop the um, the show notes into that field, into the lyrics uh, field, so that mm-hmm. while you're listening, and if you're listening now, uh, just click on uh, Todd's head there yeah. on the album art, and you should see the show notes appear, if I've done it correctly, and if not, well, whatever. I'll probably And I'm sure people will do that aggressively, <laughs> just, uh, you know, like that head-crushing thing. <laughs> For more info, For poke more Todd info, in the head. Poke Todd in the head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think we're out of there, yeah. Technical details of the podcast. That's it. I've got a tune. I've picked out a tune this week. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, well, let's let's. What what is said tune? Well, since uh, my last week was pretty lame. I mean, like I, I enjoy the guys. I mean, don't we like? But we're trying to like bring it up, and yeah, it just wasn't. It wasn't the best. It you was know, just you know it was a little too on the ambient side. A little, little too ambient, and I enjoy ambient music just like the next part. But like I, you know, I really enjoyed the track, but I just thought, yeah, it's not that, not that it's bad. It's just we needed something a bit more punchier. Mm-hmm. I would I I listen to actually I listen to that song quite a bit, but every time I do, it's go like wow, I I I I drop the ball. All right, well let's see how I uh, if I pick it up and run with it. Um, All right, the band is Kobo Town. And okay. one of the band members actually is a former colleague of yours. Yes, I was Derek hoping Thor. you would pick up on this one. Yeah, and um, I think Derek is a listener of the show. Is he? he? Well, he was, I think. Uh, maybe he's not now. 
<laughs> Derek, <laughs> you're listening. I think Let the song know. is fantastic. I've had it in the queue now for uh, over a month. Um, yeah. Just waiting for the right time to, to do it because it's it's not a, you know, it's kind of a, a downer tune a bit. Like it's a bluesy kind of, uh, mm-hmm. not that it's a blues tune. It's, how do I describe it? Um, well, it's about a woman who gets beaten to death by her husband. Okay, so, which is always a, a catchy little riff. Whenever yeah, you it's can the way you want to go out on a comedy podcast, you know. Um, yeah. So I was waiting for. <laughs> then I was anal you... raped. Your next act, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I was. Uh, <laughs> mm, where do I go with that? I was waiting for something topical. You know, um, maybe like um, like the national domestic uh, violence awareness day, if such a thing exists. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there and is. I always slipped in, but um, you know, here on the TVA podcast, um, I think we believe that uh, every day is a good day not to beat up a loved one. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we don't need a special day for that. You know how Valentine's Day should be every day, Mother's yes. Day should be every day. Um, don't beat up your significant other. Really should be <laughs> pretty much. There's if you need like one day to call it quits, and only one day. Mm-hmm. Go see someone. There we go. Get into a doctor's office soon and go, I, I might have a little problem. <laughs> Boy, I just can't stop punching her. Okay, well then let's talk. You know, that's shameful. There's our official TVA PSA. Yeah. <laughs> yes, TVA's PSA. Domestic violence. Don't do it, eh? All right. <laughs> <laughs> please. For me, please. So... All right then. Wow. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, th- thank you, Derek, for sending us down this path. By the way, that's yes. Um, that's a great tune, Elf, my friend. Uh, I think uh, I think you're gonna like it. Um, tune from Kobo Town off the Podsafe Music Network. It's Abatina. We'll see you next week. Toodles.
if I lucky to be loved, fell to be wanted, to be held, to be kept, to be flooded, to be sought, to be caught, to be pursued, how can she foresee what ensued? She could forgive us 